Crowd roaring, a circus of whistles, cheers and stomps. One minute to air, everybody. Heart racing, blood pumping. 45 seconds to air, ladies and gentlemen, 45. The music is pounding, the fog expanding, the lights flicker, flash. The stadium erupts in thunderous applause. It's showtime. Eight, Ready, A, seven. The National seven. Football League welcomes you to the Super Bowl halftime show. She is nervous, but not intimidated. This is everything she's been working toward. Not just physically, but mentally and spiritually. This is Jade's dream. She poses spotlighted alongside one of the world's greatest artists. She is on the same stage, under the same spotlight. This dream can become a reality. Jade can get there. With the work we've done so far, from understanding limiting beliefs, identifying them, to reflecting on the impact, the stage is set for Jade to break through to the experience of confidence, bliss, and freedom. You too can make your dreams a reality. I'm Ryan Suave, and this is Breakthrough. Episode four, set yourself free. There are times I'm just wondering where this huge expectation for myself came. Because there are definitely moments in my life where I feel like I was just moving in harmony because I really did not care. <laughs> what And maybe I care so much about the outcome. It's what you mentioned earlier. I have a, a heavy connection with the result and it puts this really unnecessary pressure on myself. So what was the script around results in your family growing up? We're back in the coaching session with Jade. Before we get to the moment where I can teach her the method to break through her limiting belief of I'm not good enough, I want to explore a bit of her history. I want to investigate where she thinks the belief originated. Examining our formative years and the message from our families of origin can help us to understand the source of the limiting beliefs. While it's not necessary to know exactly where these beliefs came from, it can be helpful. So let's jump back in with Jade and see what we can learn. Um, I'm not even sure if it came from them. Well, let's play with it for a minute. Okay. Hmm. Oh, I mean, a lot of it was watching my older siblings a mess up, I guess. And they were, they would definitely tell them like, Hey, if you do this, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna end up with thugs. <laughs> with what? Thugs. Like I have a brother who actually does shame himself a lot for his past. And we did grow up kind of seeing that family lecture, like my dad or mom yelling at him and being like, if you go down this path, like you're going to fail in life. Okay. So this is not about blaming your parents because yeah. probably it's the way that they were parenting to try to help you be successful adults. Yeah. But if you're a little girl witnessing someone say, if you go down this path, you're going to be a thug. That's a script that gets set. Like I'm going to fail. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. 
I mean, I think it's a lot of family gossip that made me fear, which is why. So how do you think you adapted to that in your family? I think the dangerous path I started going down was checking in too much and making sure that what I was doing was going to be approved by them. Right. So you tried to be perfect. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. Right. Your adaptation to that was not to go down that road. You were the good kid. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing, but it's to understand that that's how you kind of survived in your family. And I don't mean they were going to hurt you, but that's how you got by and you needed to to get the love and affection that you, you needed, not that you felt like you needed, that you needed. Yeah. So that was set up for you and now you're still doing it. Mm-hmm. And if it's not perfect, I'm not gonna do it because I'll end up as a thug. You probably don't think that every moment, but that's what's in the background. Sometimes. I think also, it might also just be because I know my dad raised so many of us, or my mom and dad, but I think there's, um an underlying feeling where I don't want them to feel like they failed me as a kid. Right. But there's many roads we can go down, but to start understanding this can be really helpful. Now, again, not to blame them because what happens is you end up in life going, why am I doing this again? Well, that question is beneficial when you and I are talking like this, but if you're out there in the world and something's going on, you're like, why am I doing this? It becomes a great excuse not to take the next risk because I got to figure out why I'm doing it. Well, now as you start, you can go, wow, I kind of have an understanding of why I do this. And maybe that's something I can explore more in coaching or therapy to help yourself grow, but not let that shake your foundation in the moment. Like, you know what, what I'm doing doesn't make sense, but it kind of does make sense based on what I understand about myself now. Yeah, I'm really glad you said that. We have the pieces in place. Jade understands her behaviors, emotions, and beliefs. We've identified a limiting belief of I'm not good enough. She's recognized the impact that the belief has had in her life and how it's held her back. Just now, we also did a little digging in her history to find out where that belief was rooted. And now there's the moment of, what do we do with all this stuff? Many people think that to break through something or release something, you've just got to push it away, make it go away, let it go, and that means it's gone. That doesn't usually happen. Why I say that is not to make you feel scared or bad, because I want you to be oriented in a way that you can have whatever feeling or whatever belief you want, but you don't have to listen to them. And you can make the choices based on the direction you want to go in life. Don't let the belief choose for you. Don't let your history drive you. Remember, I said in an earlier episode that some part of these beliefs want to keep you safe. That's generally at the origin of them. Think about if you're standing on top of a building, looking over a city, and you have a thought that says, I'm good enough to fly. At that instance, you would want to have a little bit of that limiting belief there. You'd want to think, no, I'm not able to fly because I don't want to jump off this building. We want fear and survival when it's appropriate, when there's an actual threat. The problem is we confuse discomfort with threat. It's like saying, I don't like what's happening, so there must be some danger. How we break through those moments of discomfort is first to recognize them. And then instead of pushing it away, give it room, provide it with space. What I mean by space is not to hold on to it so tightly that it drives your choices 
Sometimes people think that a breakthrough has to be a wild, euphoric experience that happens in an instant. And sometimes it is. But more often than not, it's something that's taken place over time. There is a moment where you say, wow, I handled that situation a lot differently than I used to. I've got a different perspective. And that's usually what it is, a change in perspective and the actions that follow. Now I'm going to walk Jade through an exercise and I'd like for you to follow along. When you're experiencing this, this kind of belief and then the emotions that are from it, what is your first reaction usually? Um, probably how do I avoid this? Yes. Okay. So what I want you to do is when you recognize that even, and you're not going to recognize it right away all the time. You might be five minutes or five hours or five days down the road of trying to avoid it. But when you recognize you're trying to avoid something, when you recognize that you're being driven by fear, when you recognize that you're being driven by shame or regret or other people's choices, or you're not making the choice that has you be in your fullest expression, once you recognize it at any point, we're going to stop. Okay. We're just going to stop. Sometimes you envision a big stop sign in front of you even. <laughs> and instead of going outside of yourself to fix things, like I'm going to make more money, I'm going to try to convince him to move to Los Angeles. Instead of doing that outside, we want to go inside. Okay. So I'm just going to ask you to do something with me for a moment. Okay. Close your eyes. And I want you to think for a moment about something that really brings up that sense of angst. Let's say maybe around money. What are you feeling in your body when you think about the money you have to make, the money you don't have? Panic and dis-ease. You're not at ease and you're panicked. Where do you feel the panic in your body? My shoulders. Your shoulders? Yeah. Okay. So instead of avoiding it, what I want you to do right now is just allow that panic to be there. Allow your shoulders to get as panicked as they need. Let it grow as big as it wants. That's it. And then just kind of notice what happens next. I can't sit still. <laughs> okay, okay, so just let your body move a little bit. Tell your body it's okay that it doesn't have to sit still. There you go. What just happened with your breath? Take a deep breath. Another. What are you noticing now? 
my shoulders don't feel as tense and I'm not shaking. And what are you feeling? Taken care of. <laughs> like I let myself do that. And oddly supported when no one's around me except you guys. And we're not even around you. That took two minutes, if that. You allowed that stress to be there and went from panic to support it. That's wild. I don't know that it's always going to be two minutes or that drastic, but that energy that's in there that you might not have noticed, that panic is driving everything. You're out there panicking, going around to fix the problem that might not even be the real problem because the problem isn't money. The problem isn't what your uncle thinks. The problem isn't where you live. The problem is your relationship with all of that. And I don't mean problem like it's broken, but once we can identify that, now you can... Allow yourself to just be panicked. Now, if there was a fire in your house, I want you to be panicked and run away. And I want yeah. you to calm down. But yeah. can you see that it's the same energy of it? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> right. It does if there's a part of us that confuses that discomfort with threat and we make up somewhere in our brain that we're in danger. I'm really glad you said that. I would love to just start discerning the difference between discomfort and threat. Breakthrough is not the finish line. Today we heard Jade break through. She shook the grip of her history and limiting beliefs and moved to the experience and realization of possibility. She can go after her dream of dance. She can fully express herself in her relationship. She can have the life she dreams of. But just because she did this today does not mean her work is over. As Jade gets closer to the realization of her dreams, fear may get bigger. The voices of her limiting beliefs may get louder. In fact, they usually do. Today was a touchstone experience that gives Jade the embodied knowing that when she is held back, she can break free. And she has the tools to do it. But knowing a tool or using it once or a few times as a fix doesn't mean permanent change will occur. Like any other skill, mastery comes through practice. Learning how to practice and to implement the tool in daily life is what will lead to sustainable transformation and ongoing breakthrough. And this is where we're going on the final episode of Breakthrough. Breakthrough is an original series brought to you by the podcast app. Enjoy other exclusive series, courses, and stories through the wellness section on the app. In this series, the goal is for me, Ryan Suave, to coach guests step-by-step to break through personal barriers, to emerge into a lighter and happier life. And guess what? We wanna work with you. We are now looking for guests 
If you are interested in coaching sessions, please email us at breakthrough at podcast.app. The ideal candidate is someone who struggles with stress or anxiety and is ready for a life-changing breakthrough. All identities will be kept anonymous. We look forward to hearing from you. Breakthrough is written by myself, Ryan Suave, and Alex Vespasted. Our executive producers are Martin Siniowski and Valerie Luna on behalf of the podcast app, Alex Vespasted, and myself. Cover art by Edward Quintero and music provided by Epidemic Sound. Special thanks to Milena Rose, Juan Catalano, the podcast app team, and all of our friends and family who have provided feedback in the making of these episodes. And these episodes wouldn't be what they are without your support. Thank you for listening.